Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. excited to share today. So Father, we just thank you for your presence here in this place. Whoa. Holy Spirit, you're here right now. (laughs) Holy Spirit, you're here in this place with us. And we are so blessed by your presence. We are so blessed by all that you're doing in us and through us. And we honor you this morning. And we invite you to come and have your way in us. We invite you to come and speak to us and to move in us and through us. Lord, that you would release your kingdom in our lives this morning. Lord, we thank you, Father, for your incredible love, your incredible goodness and blessing. Lord, you are are too good for words. (laughs) And we are eternally thankful. And this morning, we give you all glory and all honor and all praise in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. He's good, isn't he? Well, we had an amazing week this week. Who was at the meeting on Wednesday night here? Yes, we had Catherine Renala come minister, and God did some wonderful things on Wednesday night. The presence of God was just so tangible, and it was so exciting just to be together and to see God move. And we had a wonderful testimony from Wednesday night of a man who God set free from depression and anxiety— slept better than he's ever slept, felt freer than he's ever felt. Our God is good. He is good. He cares about every detail of our lives. He really does. He is so faithful. And I love that because I know in my life, he has done so much for me, (laughs) so much for me. And I wouldn't be here today without him. So he is worth celebrating. So why don't we just Praise Him for a second and say, thank you, God, for that testimony. Yeah. So we, um, we, we love seeing the Holy Spirit move, if you don't know already. <laughs> we love when God moves. We love, love, love the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Amen. We have, um, Marty and I have been married for 21 years now. Yes. It was our 21st wedding anniversary two weeks ago. Um, I was 19 when we were married. Marty was 21. We look back at our photos now and go, my goodness, we were babies. (laughs) Amazing years, amazing years. And in those years before we were married, God was doing a really special move here in this place. Who was here in those days many, many years ago? Yeah, yeah. The Holy Spirit was doing a really special work here. God was pouring out fresh life and He was breathing His Spirit, breathing His power and His presence into His body, into His family again. And I grew up in a beautiful Christian family with my beautiful mum and dad right here. I love you. (laughs) So blessed. Yet 20 years ago, I encountered the Holy Spirit in a way that just changed my life. He is real. He is alive. 
He is altogether in love with you and me. And He is here to see us become all that God has created us to become. Do you know, He is cheering you on more than anyone else. He is constantly at work day and night to see the Lord formed in us and to see the kingdom breathed in us and through us. He's wonderful. I love Him. I love Him a lot. (laughs) I love Him a lot. So over 20 years ago, God really birthed us in the things of the Spirit and really birthed us in in the supernatural and encountering Him and His presence. And even though all these years later have passed, I do not take for granted one moment in the presence of the Lord. Not one moment do I take for granted because I know, I know that He can do more in one moment than we can do in a lifetime. He can do more in your life, in my life, in one moment of one encounter with Him than we can do in a lifetime. And we heard of Nassim sharing this morning of the Lord encountering her when she least expected. And you see, in one moment, God can shift things in our lives. He can change us and transform us. He can do things in us that we've never dreamed or hoped were even possible. He's good, and He has greater plans for you and greater plans for me than we could ever dream or imagine. So 20 years ago, God really birthed us in the Spirit, and ever since, we've been hungry for His presence, hungry for the things of God, hungry for His kingdom. And um, we, another thing that the Lord has done over the past five or ten years is He's really begun to release revelation to us on spirit, soul, and body. And what it looks like to walk in complete um, freedom and health and wholeness in spirit, soul and body. And we're excited because I have another little testimony, which I'm sure some of you know. But many, many years now, we've been praying that God would give us a a place of healing and a place of hope and a place of, you know, a, a place where people can come and be refreshed and healed. Five years ago, I was very unwell. And I went through burnout and God did a miraculous work in my heart and in my life. And He healed me completely. And we are excited because God has miraculously given us a beautiful property where we're going to be setting up a health retreat and a healing retreat so that others can experience that very same thing. Yeah, praise God. (laughs) He's so good. He is so faithful. He is so faithful. So this morning, I was, um, I've been praying this week and asking the Lord what He wanted me to share. And I really felt the Lord saying to me that He is birthing something new, that He is birthing something new. And I want to share on that this morning. This week, I, um, I had a dream. And in my dream, I saw this man and his name was the Prince of Peace. <laughs> and I saw him, I saw Jesus, but I saw him as the Prince of Peace. And he was walking the earth and he was looking for those with hearts that were open and hearts that were willing that he would release and birth his heart into and birth his spirit into. And I see him birthing something new into the earth and I see him bringing life into the earth. And I knew in that moment that the Lord was speaking not only individually but corporately. He's birthing something new. He's, you know, He's always, always doing something new and something fresh. 
Life is never boring with Jesus. <laughs> he is always, always poised, ready to pour something new and something fresh. You know, every day we come and we are filled with fresh living hope and living water and life in us. And He is faithful. He is faithful. And I just felt this morning that the Lord wanted to share to us and just breathe hope into our hearts that He is doing something new. He is the Creator. And as the Creator, He is constantly creating. He is constantly releasing. He is constantly um, expanding. He is always, always, always pouring out. He's just looking for the hungry vessels. He's looking for the hungry hearts. He's looking for the willing ones who say, here I am, Lord, send me. Many years ago, I prayed that prayer. I used to play piano at home. I'd have piano lessons. And one of my favorite songs that I would play on the piano was, you know, here am I, send me, here am I, send me. And it was a song I used to play over and over on the piano. And in my, in my younger years, those heart cries and those prayers to the Lord, I've seen over the years the Lord begin to answer those prayers. <laughs> I went to uni many years ago and I was studying a bachelor degree of science in occupational therapy. Loved it. It was a great time. And in my third year of studying, I encountered Jesus and I was face down on the floor here on the carpet and I saw Jesus and I saw him come and speak into my heart and speak into my life. And I knew in that moment that even though I was studying, that the Lord was calling me to ministry. And I knew in that moment that he had a different path for my life. And I was radically in love with him and I still am. <laughs> and he changed the course of my life in that time. But you know, the Lord has a way of shifting and changing things sometimes. <laughs> He's a river that constantly flows. He's not a stagnant pool. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he is full of life. He is teeming with life. And He's always flowing and always moving. And when we really tune into that, we can see Him flow through us. And we can see Him move through us. And we can see Him bring life through us. So if you have your Bible here this morning, I would love you to open to Genesis 17 with me. And I just want to read for a minute. Genesis 17 is about Abraham and Sarah and how God really birthed the nations through Abraham. Genesis 17 verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abram fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. Whoa. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you are now an alien, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you and I will be their God. 
Then verse 15, God also said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Whoa, kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham fell face down and he laughed and he said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. God has a way of, of releasing his promises in our life, even in ways that we can't see it possible. And I love the story of Abraham and Sarah. I love the story of how God released his promise in a completely barren situation. Sometimes the bigger the promise, the more we lean on God for the fulfillment of that promise. There was no way Abraham and Sarah could actually see that promise fulfilled. But God fulfilled it in them. And the first thing I, I wanted to share on the Lord birthing something new is that everything that the Lord births in us comes through intimacy comes through encountering Him. Abraham and Sarah became the mother and father of nations out of intimacy with the Lord. Abraham knew the Lord. He talked with the Lord. He walked with the Lord. And Abraham received that promise through an encounter with the Lord. The Lord does nothing in our lives outside of intimacy, outside of relationship. He longs for relationship with us. He longs for it more than we know. You know, He actually loves to hear about our lives. <laughs> we often walk through day to day and our lives are quite normal in some sense, or we're having a struggle with this or we're going through that. And, and you know, we get to the end of the day and we're like, well, wouldn't it be good if God could just help me in this? Or, oh, I would just love God to just give me more energy. Or do you know what? He's just waiting for us to ask. It may sound silly, but if, if Marty and I in our relationship, if I just stood at a distance and like, oh, I wish he'd come and help me with the dishes right now. <laughs> well, if I don't ask him, he won't come. He won't know that I need him. The Lord is the same. He is a good father and he knows our thoughts. He knows every word before it's on our tongue, but he longs for relationship. He loves when we share our lives with him when we share our hearts with Him, when we come and walk and talk with Him. Lord, this is happening. This is going on. Lord, I can see this, but I, I need You. We need You. What is Your heart? What is Your voice? What are You wanting to do? He loves when we walk and talk with Him. Even in the simple things, even in the little things, He gets excited when you come. He gets excited when we come to Him. And when we call on Him and when we ask Him and invite Him into our situations and invite Him into our home, into our marriage, into our finances, into our family, He is waiting to be invited. The Lord says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's looking for people to open the door. He doesn't barge through. <laughs> He's looking for people to open the door. All fruitfulness and all of the, the blessings and the goodness of the Lord comes through relationship and intimacy with Him. If you see someone that you, you look at and you go, wow, they're so blessed. 
wow, I can just see the fruit of God all over their lives. Wow, I love that God's doing this and that and and all these amazing things. I can almost guarantee you that they know Jesus and they walk with Jesus. In this passage in Genesis 17, the Lord promised Abraham and He promised Sarah that the two of them would be the mother and father of many nations. I love that God calls men and women in His kingdom to fulfill what He has. Get ready. God is raising up daughters to stand alongside sons as one to see His kingdom released. Amen. <laughs> but God, God spoke to Abraham and Sarah. He said, you will be the mother and father of many nations. And Abraham said, how can this be? <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> Jesus, how can this be? Sometimes that's our first response. Sometimes when the Lord speaks to us, how can this be, God? (laughs) I've got this, I've got that. How can this be? And Abraham even said to the Lord, Lord, it would just be so much easier if you would bless Ishmael. Bless Ishmael. But you see, Ishmael was the product of Abraham and Sarah trying to bring about God's promise rather than trusting God in His promise. When we live by the Spirit and when we walk by the Spirit, we see the Holy Spirit not only release His Word into our heart and His promises, whether it's through a dream, whether it's through a vision or encounter, whether it's through quiet time with the Lord where we hear a whisper of His heart. When we live in that place and we hear His heart and we hear His voice, we begin to see Him move through us. He is the one that releases the promise and He is the one who brings it to birth. And it comes through intimacy. It comes through time with Him. It comes through getting alone in that place and laying down and loving Him and laying down and letting Him love us. It comes from relationship. He loves relationship. He loves it. And there's a blessing on this intimacy and relationship, but there's a blessing on relationship with one another. There is a blessing when we share and overflow our hearts and our lives with one another. Because I'm telling you, you, we need one another. We need each other. (laughs) We need each other. I know a time where I could do nothing and I relied on my husband and my family and friends to care for me and to take care of my family because I couldn't do it. And the Lord taught me in that season how much we need one another, how much we need relationship. So there's blessing on relationship. I also, um, when the Lord was speaking to me on, on birthing, I felt the Lord just speak into my heart that faithful is He who has begun a work in you and faithful is He to complete it. <laughs> sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes in life, we can fall into that place where You know, the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge me and I will make your path straight. Sometimes when we're tired, sometimes when we're weary, or sometimes when we've been waiting for this promise or these promises of God to be fulfilled for a long time, we can lean back into our old ways of doing things. (laughs) And we can try and make these things come to pass ourselves. But I feel like the Lord is encouraging us today that He is faithful. He is faithful in your life. He is faithful in my life. He is the one who planted the seeds. He is the one who's released the promises. He is the one who's given the vision. He is the one who has given you hope in your heart. And He is the one who will bring it to pass. 
Faithful is He. Faithful is He. Isaiah 64 verse 1. I love the book of Isaiah. (laughs) I love the glory of the Lord that He speaks through Isaiah. Isaiah 64 1 says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. When you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for Him. We have a God who acts and moves on behalf of those who wait for Him. We can try and make it happen sometimes, but I tell you, God is passionate about being the one to be faithful in our hearts and in our lives. I know for me, there's been many times where I've stepped out and where I've done things, even when the Lord hasn't asked me to, out of that passionate, enthusiastic heart of love for Jesus. And I've learned pretty quickly that it is much safer to walk hand in hand with the Father than it is to skip and jump off on my own, even in my own enthusiasm. <laughs> Because He, again, he, he is a faithful Father and He is constantly growing us and maturing us. And He loves, He loves to fulfill His Word in our life. And, and I know when I've tried to bring things to pass myself, it's been very hard then to know what's God and what's me. But when He brings it to pass, we can see His hand in our lives. And sometimes the more impossible the promise, the more miraculous the outcome is. But I really feel the Lord decreeing this morning that He is a God who acts on behalf of those who wait for Him. So if you have promises in your life, if there are things in your heart right now that you're seeking God for, look, it may be something simple or it may be something massive. I don't know. But as far as God's concerned, it's all the same. It's all the same. He is so good and so faithful and He moves on behalf of those who wait for Him. I don't know about you, but, but, but the kind of God of heaven and earth who holds the whole world in the palm of His hand, He's big, He's strong, and He is able to do far more than we could dream or hope or comprehend. And I'm here to tell you this morning that He can resurrect any promise in your heart, any promise in your life, any dream or any vision or any desire that you have, He can breathe upon that with with one breath and bring it to life. And He is passionate about doing it. And the, the next thing I wanted to share is from John 16, 21. And the Lord began speaking to me about birthing new things. And, and He began saying to me, there are some people in the body of Christ who have been carrying my promises for many, many years. Many years they've been faithfully holding on. And I felt the Lord give me John 16, 21. And it says this, A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of the joy that that child is born into the world. And I felt the Lord saying that He's turning sorrow into joy. And in that, what I felt is that some of us have been going through challenges, hardships, 
pain, difficulties. And in that time, it can almost be easy for us to take our eyes off the Lord and off His promise and onto our circumstances and situations. And we can miss what is happening in that moment. I know when God spoke to me and, and He called me into ministry and, and I, was, I was on this track and the Lord called me here, you know, I was over the moon. <laughs> I was so excited as to what was going to happen. Well, let me tell you, in the years following, I went through trial by fire. <laughs> the Lord led me through fire. And He spoke to me in Isaiah and He said, though you walk through the waters, you will not be harmed, though you go through the fire. And I read that verse and I posted it up on my wall in my bed have no idea what it meant. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, that I didn't have any idea at the time. <laughs> but He leads us through fire and He leads us through waters and He tests in our heart the faith and the love of our heart that our testimony would be, be seen to be true. He tests, we're refined by fire because our faith to Him is more valuable than gold. Our faith to Him is the greatest gift that we can give Him. And for all these years for me, the Lord has allowed me to be tested and tried, to go through trials, to go through hardships, and to walk through things I never thought I would dream of. And if I could look back now and the Lord could say, would you go through it all to be where you are today? I'll be honest, someone asked me that a couple of years ago and I said, no, <laughs> I couldn't have gone through it. <laughs> if I'd have known what it would have cost, I could not have paid the price. But the Lord knows <laughs> and He has a plan in every season and He allows us to go through trying times. He allows us to go through testing times. Just like every mama in this house goes through the pains of childbirth, he allows His promises to be birthed through us. And sometimes it comes with pain and sometimes it comes with difficulty and sometimes it comes with trial and challenge. And I feel the Lord saying this morning, for some of us, those challenges you're going through have been birth pains. And they've been birth pains of what the Lord is birthing in you and through you by His Spirit. And when the Lord leads us through these times and these trials, we are forced to dig deeper into His heart and deeper into His Spirit. And we, we go deeper into His Word. And He begins to form in us and shape us into a vessel that can contain His anointing for what He is calling us to. So He may speak over your life the most amazing prophetic word and you may, everyone else may be looking on going, wow, that word is amazing. Well, get ready. Because <laughs> He will then form you into a vessel that can carry the anointing for the calling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's funny. I've always liked the idea of, does anyone here do pottery? Yes, some people, yes. I've always loved the idea of seeing someone take a piece of clay on this spinning wheel and form it into something beautiful and just to see something completely different come out the other end. I think the exciting thing is, is when you watch it happen to that lump of clay, it's not so exciting when you are the lump of clay. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but the Lord, He allows us to go through these things, not because He's punishing us, 
I want to be clear on that right now. If you're going through things in your life or if you're struggling or if you are unwell, the Lord does not allow us to go. It is not punishment. Jesus Christ has taken everything on the cross for you and for me. Everything. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we need to be clear on that right now because it is one thing that the enemy tries to tempt us with when we are the lump of clay being shaped through difficulties and challenges and trials. He can come in with that whisper of the Lord's abandoned you. You've done something wrong and this is the punishment of the Lord or you're sick because of this or you're sick because of that. I want to tell you right now, it is not punishment of the Lord. If the Lord speaks to our heart and we need to correct things with Him, if we've gone astray, we need to hear that. But it comes with love. His voice comes with peace because He is the Prince of Peace. That is how you discern the voice of the Spirit compared to the voice of the enemy. When you hear the voice of the Spirit and the voice of the Lord, it will come with peace. It'll come with holiness. It'll come with joy. It'll come with love. It'll always be consistent with who He is. If you hear voices or if you hear someone else give you a word that comes with condemnation or heaviness or judgment or anger, that's not the voice of the Holy Spirit. He is altogether full of love. He is altogether glorious and wonderful. So the Lord really, I believe, is shaping us into vessels that will carry the promise. And He is doing in us an incredible thing because, you know, (laughs) He is is so aware of the state of the world right now. And He is so aware of the desperation of mankind. And in in some situations, it seems like it's all together and it seems like people don't need Him and it seems like people are just on their track doing their thing. But He is so aware of the cries of the human heart. And He is so longing to meet the needs and to touch and transform every heart. He longs that none, that none would miss out and that every heart be saved, that every soul be saved. And He longs to do it through you and through me. He longs to release His sons and His daughters. You know, God could have saved the world in any measure that He chose, but He sent His Son. He sent His Son. He sent the most precious part of His heart and His life. He sent Jesus. And today, He's still sending sons and daughters. Today, He's sending you. Today, He's sending me. But we have to be willing to see sometimes that the struggles and the trials are shaping us and molding us and preparing us and that He is birthing something new in us. The last thing I felt the Lord say, and and this is something that we all know and that we all understand in different measures, is that, you know, you've heard the saying that that the Lord is never late, but He is never early. (laughs) The Lord's timing is always perfect, but He doesn't come early like we would like Him to. And that's okay. (laughs) Sometimes the Lord will speak to us and sometimes the Lord will do things in our life that takes many, many years to grow and mature. But you see, if we act prematurely or if we allow things to, to come forth before they are ready, we will not see the fullness of the fruit of that promise in our life. We've had, um, I was chatting this morning 
And um, we have five little baby lambs at home at the moment. (laughs) They're very cute. We have four outside with their mums and we have one little lamb in our house with us. Yes, literally in our lounge room with us. And this little lamb um, we found under a tree and he was, he was left by his mom. And I scooped him up and I found him and I brought him in so excited. And he was really weak for the first day or two. So we were praying he would come through. And he is stronger than ever now. And he is the noisiest part of our family and our house. He wakes us up and he lets us know that he's around. <laughs> But we have these lambs um, at home and they are so sweet and they are so beautiful. Some of the lambs that were born, whether they were born prematurely or not, they didn't make it. We had four lambs who didn't make it and they are with Jesus now. (laughs) My babies with Jesus. (laughs) But when we allow God's timing to come forth, then His promises come forth strong. They come forth full of the Spirit. They come forth full of who He is. And we are ready then to walk in the fullness of that promise. If we let His promise come forth by our own efforts or if it comes through prematurely, then either we may not be ready to steward that promise or that promise may fall to the ground because it has not been bathed and saturated in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So God knows the perfect time for everything that He's releasing in your life. He knew the perfect time for Jesus to be born. He knew the perfect time for you to be born. He knows the perfect time for every season of our lives and in all that He is doing. And you can rest assured that wherever you are right now, whatever is happening, His hand is on your life and He is preordained and already gone ahead of you. And we can trust Him. We can trust Him. We really can. His timing is always perfect. And you may feel that it's been far too long and that you can't wait any longer. (laughs) Well, He can and He will. And even if you feel like I have many times, yes, I have many times, I felt like I can't hold on, Lord. It's too hard. The challenges are too much. Even when I am weak, He is strong. Even when I am unfaithful, He is always faithful. He is always faithful. And even if I let go, He never will. He never will. I had a friend many years ago who knew the Lord and loved the Lord, always down the front worshipping, writing in her journal, loved the Lord with all of her heart. And then she went through a really hard season and she completely turned away from Jesus, (laughs) completely just turned away. And I remember chatting to her a few times and, and just saying, It's not Jesus that you're angry with. (laughs) It's not the Lord that you're upset with. He loves you and He is for you and He is with you. But she was walking through the valley of the shadow and she was walking through a really hard time. She'd lost people close to her that she loved and it was really difficult. And I was in prayer one time and I was saying to the Lord, I know she knows you. (laughs) I know she knows who you are, Jesus. And I see this pain and I see her throwing all her things away and giving her books and CDs and just completely turning in the other direction. And in prayer that morning, I sat and I, I felt the Lord say, she might feel like she's let go of me right now, but I've not let go of her. And my heart knew in that moment, she's okay. She's okay. He's not let go. 
Sometimes we feel like we don't have what it takes to come through. <laughs> Sometimes we don't feel like we have what it takes to see God do this in me or that in me. Well, I want to tell you there are no extraordinary people. We are all ordinary people just with an extraordinary God. <laughs> and the Lord is looking for those who are willing to say yes and who are willing to be shaped and willing to be moulded and who are willing to hear His heart and know Him in relationship, who are willing to go aside with Him and worship Him and love Him and seek Him and be filled by Him and then to have the faith to trust that He will do something through us greater than we could ever dream or imagine, greater than we could dream or imagine. So get ready, everyone. <laughs> Greater things are coming. Greater things are coming. Greater things are coming. Amen.